1: Trigger warning. The following episode contains descriptions of graphic violence and adult language. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm Danielle. I'm Max. And each Wednesday we crack open a bottle of wine and dive into some thrills, chills, and spills. This is Innocent Till Tipsy. So, Miss Amber Heard. She likes to fit a little, elbow a little bit of funny bones, you know? Tell us yeah, Tell some different stories. So we definitely saw it with the finger incident. I think that's the clearest form of the stories changing because initially yeah. she said he punched a wall. We've gone through this whole thing in the Australia incident videos. So make sure you go back to that if you don't know what we're talking about. But said he at first punched a wall. Um, then she changed her story. I think it was in the motion to dismiss for, uh, Virginia saying that he punched a phone into the wall and that's how he lost the tip of his finger. And then that changed again when she went to the United Kingdom for trial, when she was there as a witness and she testified that it had happened the night before when she was sleeping, she wasn't sure how it had happened, but she came come downstairs. He held up his hand. Look what you made me do. And then we found out during testimonies, um, Christina Sexton had a de- video deposition put for the court for this Virginia trial. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah. She testified. This was Amber Heard's, uh, acting coach. And she testified that at the time of the finger being lost, that Amber had told her that Johnny had smashed a vodka bottle himself and accidentally severed his own finger. So like, and what was funny to me was I actually looked at christina sexton's um te- like witness statement for the United Kingdom trial last night to try to figure out if maybe she said it then she she didn't mention that at all. So that's
2: interesting to me. I wonder if it was a slip up.
1: Um, yeah mm-hmm.
2: well, and it's so funny that that's like so close to the truth. We're like, oh, except for it wasn't Johnny that did the vodka bottle thing,
1: like- yeah. It's very interesting. And so, like, that's her four stories about Australia. As we know, Johnny's has not changed. He says that Amber threw the vodka bottle at him and it hit the finger that as it was resting on the edge of the marble countertop. And as we know here before, it seems to Amber, like, everyone else's account of different events is wrong unless it sticks to her narrative. Absolutely. Now, devil's advocate, you could make the argument that Johnny's workers who have been with him for years were somehow influenced because of their pay to make false statements for him however she's said that nurses police officers even total outsiders randos as she likes to call them like kate moss are just out here trying to get their 15 minutes of fame and when it was brought up to amber in her most recent televised interview that she is only the only past relationship to come forward about Johnny's abuse. She said, well, can you blame them? Look what
2: happened to me. They could have come out anytime. That's not about you, Amber. Like
1: it's they're not the looking at you to
2: see, to, to not come out. I mean, in any ways, Kate Moss testified, thing. so what are you talking yeah.
1: about? Yeah, Kate Moss, Winona Ryder's made statements uh, for yeah. the court. Uh, Vanessa Paradis, his partner of 14 years, uh, had to right. write an entire yeah. statement for it. Like, it's insane. Um, and it's weird because it's the wo- she's the woman that claims she never wants to be seen as a victim, but seems to be contra- constantly perpetua- perpetually portraying to be one. It's sad, it's worrisome, it's scary, and... If you've watched any amount of the trial, unfortunately, it's pretty apparent from the get-go that she can't keep her stories straight. There's countless inconsistencies. We've talked about it all through our podcast episodes and also bold lies that she's now told three separate courts of law. But at this point in time, there's so much perjury that it's hard to even know where to begin and even what I promised over the last few episodes that we would be diving into – So we'll try to keep this to the hard facts of what has happened so far. As of right now, Amber Heard is being investigated for perjury in Australia for allegedly smuggling her dogs into the country in 2015. Something she has made fun of a few times before on social media and even at award shows in Australia itself. Oh, yeah. She's bold. Girlfriend's bold. Move. (laughs) (laughs) She even named one of her dogs. I think we talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Barnaby from Barnaby Joyce, one of the ministers who resided over this whole thing. It speaks volumes. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it's like a slap to the face. To be honest, (laughs) it's crazy. But why is only Australia going after Ms. Heard? And the constant question I get on the podcast and on my TikToks is why is she not being pursued in the United States for perjury? So we'll talk a bit about that. She may be held accountable in the United Kingdom for testifying under oath that she had donated her $7 million divorce settlement to charity. But as we know, donating and pledging is synonymous, right? Like it's- <laughs> mm, they're
2: the same. the
1: exact same. Like when you buy a house, right? And you're paying the mortgage. You don't just say that you're just paying the mortgage on the house. Like that's the analogy she keeps. It's wild. So... She has never paid any of this in full, and she hasn't made an installment into this since 2018, but we'll get into that. Um, Another one of her many lies is that Johnny sued her, and she couldn't finish making any of these installments, and that's why she hasn't made a payment since 2018. But as Mm -hmm. we know, he finished paying her all of his installments of that $7 million in February of 2018. He would not sue her until March 2019. And Remember the she, money? Yeah,
2: she, she had, had the money had for 13 to, yeah.
1: months. Yeah, and she was a witness in the United Kingdom trial, but she was just a witness. She was not the defendant in that. She didn't have, you know, to have a burden of proof, anything like that. Right. Now, I've heard rumors, and this is just rumors, that she's used insurance to pay for this last court case as well. Really? Do you know anything about using? I don't insurance know. Or? How, I don't know how she would have. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. I'd be interested if you know anything about that. Drop it in the I comments. Think on I'd that. Be interested yeah, to know about that. Yet she said in court, "I still fully intend on honoring all of my pledges. I would love him to stop suing me, so I can." Um, you also countersued. Just saying, but like, yeah. <laughs> Um, also, this is a rarely mentioned, but she actually sued one of his friends for defamation first. She oh. sued, yes, remember that article yeah. we read in the wedding? I think it was the wedding one from Doug Stanhope, um, okay, yeah. where he um, wrote in defense of Johnny Depp, and he did that right after she'd made those allegations in May of 2016. She sued him for defamation with that, and it was only in Johnny's divorce settlement that he was able to work in that she dropped that that lawsuit in order to get the settlement, get everything. So, Yeah, she, she, and her claiming that a defamation, this was in that interview that she did this week. She claimed, or last week, now we film in advance. Um, but she claimed that the, um, defamation cases are meant to terrify you and silence you and you're not able to use your first amendment right anymore. Like for her to say that, and she's already tried to pursue people for defamation.
2: Right, and that's not what defamation means at all. I don't know. Maybe she needs like a dictionary because she keeps getting like these things confused. Donate. <laughs> Look pledge. up pledged. Donate defamation. Like wild. Um,
1: but before we dive into all of this, let's dive into the wine. So, what do you have, Max?
2: Oh, um, okay. So I thought I'd try something different. Be surprised. Mm-hmm. Look. Like, uh, oh, you can hardly oh. see it. It looks like ghost wine. <laughs> it's ghost wine. Um, it's a Chardonnay. Um. Fine. It's, everyone can find this. It's La Crema. You can get it at Target. I got, I did get it at Costco because I was feeling, you know, it's like so bright in here. Um, I was feeling like trying something different. So I yeah. just, I feel like we're going to give the Chardonnay a try. It's supposed to be like notes of peach. Hang on. Yeah. White peach, almonds, green apple. Um, yeah. And it's about 20 bucks a bottle, sometimes nice. less. Yeah. Maybe 15. So. Nice. Accessible. I'm going to try it.
1: I have. What do you have? Urban barn.
2: Oh, yours looks way cooler.
1: (laughs) I don't know. We were not on theme at all this time around, but it's fine. It says it's 2020. So, you know, that was a bad year. Um, On the cusp between city and country (laughs) lies the urban barn. Rustic yet chic. These barns were once used for cattle and horses. Now they are built and contain barrel rooms and fermentation equipment. This is a new barn, the winery, the urban barn. <laughs> so.
2: Interesting. I can't wait to hear all this taste. How much is it?
1: Um, so it isn't a screw top. So that's good news. Um, <laughs> it was, I think I bought it last night. I think it was 14 something, um, but it was BOGO. So at Publix and oh. Florida. So it's like so. $7 wine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're doing,
2: we'll see how Accessible. This
1: it's very um, That's so funny.
2: I was thinking about apothic, uh whatever it was, the would you have oh, the inferno? Crazy- inferno? Mm. I saw it at Walgreens. So good. <laughs> you should try it. It's so I good. I know. I'm like scared cuz you were like
1: literally breathing flames. So I know, but I feel like that's it was so early, I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, cheers. 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 I like your glass. It's so fun. Thank you. What do you think? It's not bad actually.
1: I was scared okay. cuz it's like it it kind of advertised dark red wine blend scared it was gonna be too heavy but it's okay
2: I feel like I know nothing about Chardonnay so for me this is a okay like mm. it's all right because I'm already biased towards red wine so that's why I feel I like I'd, I wouldn't know how to rate a white wine I think it's, I know it's not very crispy so maybe for that reason it's I don't know maybe Chardonnay drinkers won't like it I think I, for- I think Chardonnay drinkers like it crisp right like
1: for once, I'm not jealous of your wine.
2: I'm like, <laughs> well, I'll just try, I'll try it for you. Yeah, it's okay.
1: I'm such a red wine girl. I'm like,
2: mm. I don't know. I, it right. has
1: to be like a super hot Florida day for me to be like, yes, let's break out the white the white wine.
2: Like, I but then know. isn't it a rosé day? Like, if it's super hot, like, wouldn't you want rosé? Like I have nice not met. I've not met a, mm, okay. a
1: rosé. <laughs> I like. It. I don't know. All right, so. The dogs. Why is Australia going after Amber? Yes. Australia, Australia takes their biosecurity extremely seriously. They have to because bringing pets in can, who haven't complied with the government requirements could bring disease into their country that they possibly haven't had there yet before. As of right now, Australia has only had two cases of rabies. And Ever? Yeah, and that's, like, from the 1900s, too. So, like, wow. like early 1900s, not 1990s. Like, early, like, 19... I can't... It was, like, 1904 or something. So, it can threaten their entire um, ecosystem bringing these animals in. Now, at the time... Um, and it is just to pause there for a minute for Amber to constantly be making light of it is kind of infuriating to me. And we'll be able to put up some photos because at first I was like, Oh, they're Instagram photos. So we can't, but they are a part of the court case as well. So I'll send over the court documents that like include those photos. But I think we've seen them before where she's like carrying the dogs and she's like "She's pretend smuggling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, And yeah, it's just for her to make, Light of that as an activist. And that's where I have a lot of issues with Amber Heard. Is she taught yeah. that activist statement? I mean, it's on her Twitter. I think it's on her Instagram too. She's an activist, but she's like making light of a country's. Uh, like, it's so weird to me. I don't know. But, anyways.
2: Yeah. Those like laws are there to protect their country. And you're you're just like blatantly doing what you please. You think you're better than everyone else in that country. Like essentially when you're jeopardizing the country's health and safety by doing stupid things like bringing your dog in, like just follow the rules.
1: Yeah, it's I don't know. It's weird. But originally in 20 in October of 2015, Amber was subject to criminal proceedings concerning this because she had brought them in in the spring of 2015. So Kevin Murphy, who we've talked about constantly on here, um, has testified in his first statement to the United Kingdom court concerning this. And I wanted to read what he had had to say about what Amber had. Let me pull that up here. And for those of you who don't know, Kevin Murphy is one of Johnny Depp's estate managers, um, has been for uh, like a long time, um, but stopped working for Johnny Depp in 2016. So his first witness statement is as follows. In October of 2015, Ms. Heard was subject to criminal proceedings in Australia for illegally smuggling her and Mr. Depp's dogs into the country. On October 11th and 12th of 2015, Ms. Hurd asked me to contact her former assistant, Ms. Kate James, and ask Ms. James to lie under oath to an Australian court prosecuting Ms. Hurd. Specifically, Ms. Hurd wanted Ms. James to give a false statement that Ms. Hurd was unaware that it would be illegal for her to bring her dogs into Australia. Ms. Hurd was aware that this was illegal because I had informed her repeatedly by email telephone and in person (laughs) i told miss heard that i was uncomfortable with giving a false statement to the court and i would not ask miss miss james to do so before asking me to request that miss james give such a statement miss heard forwarded me an email she'd received from her lawyer marty singer and i I just want to say I'm watching the Kardashians this new show on Disney Plus the other day and all of a sudden Kim starts talking to her lawyer, Marty Singer. Marty Singer? <laughs> Marty Singer is getting paid. Like, wow. Oh my. Yep. I went into yep. the wrong field. Like, man oh man. <laughs> I was like, "Geez.
2: They dated a off- little celebrity, yep."
1: Right? So she sent this email to Marty Singer, dated October 11, 2015, stating, if you could get Kate to sign a statement, that could be helpful. I don't know what your relationship with her is at this time since you fired her. (laughs) You will have to be careful that she will cooperate and not go public if you ask her not to be truthful. Ms. Hurd responded on the same date at at 8.58 a.m., stating, Marty, I'm waiting to hear back from you before I reach out to Kevin to liaise with Kate, A-H. A further email from Miss Heard to me, copying Mr. Sing- Singer's dated October 11th, 2015, at 4.02, stated, Kevin, do you think you could get her to do it? Although I did not attempt to solicit a false statement from Ms. James, Miss Heard told me verbally shortly after that there was too much risk that Ms. James would go public with the truth regarding her knowledge <laughs> that the dogs could not legally travel to Australia.
0: Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
1: Shortly after Ms. Hurd's request that I obtain a false statement from Ms. James, Ms. Hurd demanded verbally that I make my, that I myself make a false witness statement regarding the dog's illegal entrance into Australia. I expressed that I was extremely uncomfortable with doing so, to which Ms. Hurd responded with the words to the effect, well, I want your help with this. I wouldn't like want you to have a problem with your job.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, like... She's going to threaten their job, kind of like extort them into making false statements by he- holding their job over their heads. And then anyways, even if they were they're smart, like if they were to make this false statement, you think she's going to be like ever fess up to like she was behind it? No way. she oh, like, never they lied. I knew nothing. Right. Like, no, 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 no. She- she never does. So and she, that's the thing that I have such
1: a hard time with, especially even with this interview is I was like, we're just still not going to take accountability. Like, I think um Savannah even asked her, she said, like, but your own poor, poor behavior. And she was like, well,
2: that was my past. And I'm like, okay,
1: so we're just going to skim right over so- the, whatever.
2: So it's not you. It's like you. It was you.
1: It was you. Yeah, Yeah, it was you. Ms. Hurd's threatening language made me feel anxious and uneasy. As stated above, I had instructed Ms. Hurd on a number of occasions by email, telephone, and in person that she could not take the dogs to Australia because the relevant paperwork and permits were not complete and the required 10-day quarantine arrangements had not been put in place. I also informed her that the of the criminal penalties for knowingly <laughs> smuggling animals into Australia without following the co- correct procedures could be severe. I further her. I had no idea. Like I have no idea what happens if like I. I imagine you could like actually
2: go to jail if you're illegally smuggling animals into Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, One time, I had an apple in my backpack when I entered Mexico. Like, and you're not supposed to, you're supposed to like claim anything that's, you know, c- for the same reason, like biohazardy stuff, pets, fruits, vegetables, like agriculture stuff. And they were like, swarm me, I feel like. And I was like, ah, what's in my bag? What's in my bag? And they're like, it's this, throw it out. And I'm like, sorry, was oh, like a snack.
1: <laughs> I think it was Johnny Depp. One celebrity went through um the airport one time. I think it was Johnny and had taxidermied animals and they had to <laughs> like, Open the, the animals up to make sure they weren't no. smuggling. Like, okay, it's just so funny. It's just so crazy. Oh man! I further reminded her that the requirements were more stringent and penalties more severe in Australia than in the Bahamas, where Miss Hurd had previously smuggled the dogs on a prior occasion. So I had to back check myself, going back. Remember, we had that grease the grease the dogs the vet. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. Okay, so that was actually from 2013, and I guess it was in respect to this event, so not the Australia event, but to the Bahamas. The Bahamas, uh huh. And I want to, I want to look at what was said about that real quick in the United Kingdom court. Hold on, just a minute, because that was wild to me. So Justice Nickel asked, and this is this is Amber Heard being questioned by Johnny Depp's lawyer, um, Eleanor Loss. Okay. Okay. So Justice Nichol asks, let us deal with the question that Ms. Laws is now asking. Do you think it is wrong to get a vet to alter a document? And Amber, <laughs> Amber says, of course I do. But it was not always my choice. I did not live in a relationship where I had a lot of choice. no. Judge Nichols says, wait a moment. And then Miss Laws says, my Lord, we're asking about this file. And it was the email where, um, it was subject, Crystal and Boo, dated the 21st of September, 2013 from you to Kate James when she was your assistant. Is that right? And Amber says, yes, it appears to be that. Can't you say, can you maybe help Kevin procure a slightly altered health document that her, their shots, We're recorded as of two days before so that they can all leave together on the 25th. Do we have a vet we can grease connection? And Amber says, are you asking me something? And Judge Nichols says, do you agree, first of all, that you sent the email? And Amber says, I sent it at Johnny's request. That's his language. You see, I was not. And then I believe it's Miss Laws says, you sent that email at Johnny's request. And Amber says, he told me. And then Judge Nichols cuts her off and says, just wait for the next question, please. And then Miss Law says, every time you are asked about a document or a recording, which might appear to implicate you for whatever it is, <laughs> <laughs> you deny and blame Mr. Death every single time, don't you? And she says, no.
2: So that. But by oh, no, I you mean yes, because we just, <laughs> you just blamed him, right? Like, so do we have to ask you? <laughs> That's, <laughs> she's so like un- uh, unable to just admit what she's done. It's like very, well, obviously we've covered it, narcissistic. Like, she just doesn't believe what's reality i don't know
1: it's absolutely balls to the wall deny 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 yeah (laughs)
2: deny
1: deny oh my gosh um so then kevin murphy's statement goes on sorry i I just had to pause for that and also correct what we had said before um but he says i understand that miss heard later told the court in australia that i had told her it was fine to bring the dogs into australia that is false and i never told her this so that's the end of his first statement. All right, so Kevin's second witness statement concerning this mess. I can imagine being employed, honestly, by both of these people. <laughs> it's... No. I don't know. But Johnny's, like, kept his employees for forever, but I'm like, I wouldn't put up with her. I would be like, I I can't.
2: Like, I don't know. I'm sure some, some celebrities are total nightmares, and I'm sure some are, like, complete angels. And at the same time, like working for Johnny seems a lot easier than working for Amber until you have to factor in that Amber is part of the mix. Like, yeah, because
1: good God. Mm-hmm. So my involvement in arrangements for the dogs to travel to Australia. <laughs> I don't know why it cracks me up every time. Cause it's just such the dogs are such a huge part. I mean, even when we go back to Poopgate, which we did an entire episode on that and who pooped in the bed and she's still standing firm. I, I couldn't believe even in the interview this week, Savannah mentioned, she was like, well, Uh, the allegation that johnny made that amber pooped in the bed was the most one of the most salacious bits and i'm like the allegation though like go to hilda vargas's statement like look at the photo
2: yeah yeah i I mean they don't want to get sued but like yeah it's not alleged (laughs) no
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's human poop but anyways ah kevin murphy says i was involved in the process someone commented too sorry such another side note someone someone commented too on my tiktok and they said just for pistol and justice for pistol and boo <laughs> yes <laughs> those poor dogs they've been they claiming for little everything yorky name yeah <laughs> I was involved in the process to ready the dogs for travel to Australia in April 2015 from start to finish. I hired the agency that facilitated the paperwork and scheduled veterinary work that needed to be accomplished prior to the dogs traveling to Australia. I was also the person that canceled the contract for the services of with all pet travel, the company dealing with the paperwork after multiple conversations with Miss Hurd regarding the the status of the necessary paperwork and the fact that the paperwork was not going to be completed in times for the dog to travel to Australia. He's like, well, we can't use that company for this now. Yes. And he also has a copy of them canceling it um, attached. Yeah. I began to have concerns concerns in mid to late March of 2015 that the timing constraints were not going to allow the dogs to be vaccinated in time to travel to Australia by mid-April 2015. And keep in mind, this is shortly after Amber has severed Johnny's fingers. So I guess we've got a lot on our plate at this point.
2: It's like, this and, is the least of our worries right now. And the sta- um,
1: staircase incident
2: has happened, too, at this point. Oh, my. Uh-huh. And the We're talking about, I mean... Correct me if I'm wrong. So they're asking to alter the vaccination dates by two days. Plus the dogs are supposed to go through a quarantine. I think you said 10 days. So mm-hmm. in reality, like if she's going there for any extended amount of time, which we know she's there for a little bit, like let your dogs be in quarantine for 10 days. Plus I know so th- two days from vaccination or whatever. Like it's not mm-hmm. even that much time that you'd be willing to commit this crime for I just don't get it. And if it's a quick trip, which it wasn't, but right. It wasn't like, Mm -hmm, it wasn't no Mm -hmm. um if it was a quick trip then just don't bring your dogs for two weeks like they'd be in quarantine and you'd be back by then so Mm -hmm. if you're gonna be there just let your dogs through the 10-day quarantine yeah yeah, I don't, I don't understand the necess- the necessity of
1: having the dogs with her, unless, of course, maybe they're service dogs or what have whatever, but the service dogs in order to get to Australia, and I think Kevin touches on this, they still have to abide by the same regulations. So if it is important for you to have your animals there, you can't act like a spoiled brat celebrity, you have to get them vaccinated. Like and you don't just do
2: what you're supposed to do. You do yeah. what you're
1: supposed to, yeah, so... Uh. Um, I expressed those concerns to Ms. Heard in person by phone and in emails. Ms. Heard asked me on several occasions, if there was any way to get the dogs to Australia, I investigated different options, but they involved allowing the dogs to fly cargo on another flight. And I totally understand her concerns with that. I wouldn't want my dogs or my cats. in I know in cargo. In cargo. I get <laughs> yeah. that. Ms. Heard would not allow that. So we ran out of options at this point. Ms. Heard appeared to accept that there was nothing else that we could do and that the dogs would not be able to travel to Australia in time for her flight. Now see the emails exchanged from three to eight. Let's pull up those
2: emails. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay. And one more thing, like the dogs, her dogs are not going to be traveling in cargo. Like you said, like our pets would not be traveling in cargo. You just find another way to get them there. I E like leave them at home, have someone else go with them. Have you go with them at a later date? Like she has all these handlers and helpers. Like someone can travel with your dogs. Yeah. And yeah. you already cleared like th- they're not service animals, right? I don't.
1: I'm not a hundred percent sure because they do. They mentioned service okay. animals at one point in time, but I also don't know if they were just trying to get them. A lot of people of try course, to get their I know. animals, you know, labeled as service animals, especially like apartments. Don't you don't have to pay fees like all sorts. You get you know, there's a lot of loopholes with that, Um, but. Kevin does let her know that there's no, there's no loopholes
2: with Australia. They're very serious about this. So, yeah. I'm back to if it were a service animal, then you should follow the procedure so you can have your animal travel with you the right way. Yeah. hundred percent. So from Kevin
1: to Amber, hi, because the paperwork process combination of vet visits and permit application for pet travel to Australia, the timeframe for the dogs to be able to travel there was always the end of April. We started the process quite some time ago. I think Jay is returning around the 10th to the 12th. I believe the dogs are not going to be able to enter Australia till the 27th. Let me know if you have any additional questions. Amber responds, shit, okay, hmm. So we're out of options then? Because I don't know what else to do. Kevin says, morning, would you allow them to fly cargo? And then Kevin sends to Amber, hi, just making sure that you know that the dogs will not be allowed to fly commercial in the passenger compartment to Australia. They would have to go cargo. They do not make exceptions for service dogs to Australia. Just want to make sure that you understood. It's been a very complex process thus far. The all-in cost would be about 10K, not including flight. Just wanted you to know. Per our last discussion, read the dogs travel. Should I proceed? Right? They would be able to travel end of April with a 10-day quarantine upon arrival. Delivery to the house somewhere around May 7th, estimated Kevin. Um, And then him to Amber again. Hi, I will have to continue the process for the dogs if they are going. There will be some non-refundable charges. Can you advise, please? Amber responds, I'm sorry, but as I understood it, they weren't able to travel with Jay. And since they couldn't travel with him, they won't be able to go at all, no? So what process uh, needs to be continued exactly? And Kevin says, we never concluded the original conversation other than you saying no to cargo. If that means that the dogs will not travel, then I will discontinue the travel paperwork process. Thanks, Kay. And then Amber says, yeah, unless there's another way to get them there or get them on the plane with Jay. I can't send them in cargo. It's too dangerous. And then... (laughs) Steven Duders writes to Kevin. So Steven Johnny's assistant, right? Amber knew about the dog situation, right? They've landed. I haven't heard anything yet. Dogs are
2: in. And Kevin, ah. asked, it's Kevin. like texting him from the airport, like, we can't get the dogs in, right? And they're like, with her. <laughs> oh my. Well aware.
1: Yeah. So then Kevin messages Christy Dombrowski, Johnny's sister, who's one of his managers, and says, hi, just an FYI. They took the dogs without the proper paperwork. (sighs) So, no, I know. So that's like the email and the text exchanges. Super happy, fun times.
2: It's so crazy that she's like texting and corresponding, I guess, with them about like, oh, the dogs can't go. Then can they like she's like fully acknowledging that the dogs cannot go. Mm -hmm like unless they follow you know like these options cargo the paper the quarantine she's like oh so the dogs can't go like right unless you do this yeah and she just ghosts them for a minute like she She
1: literally ghosted (laughs) that's the crazy thing she freaking ghosted she was like i'm just not gonna respond (laughs) then still brings the dogs into the country it's wild absolutely wild Oh god so Kevin continues I explained to Miss Hurd on several occasions that bringing the animals into Australia was like no other country that we had sent the dogs to before in terms of length and specific specificity of the paperwork process and mandatory quarantining upon arrival. I also explained to Ms. heard several times the fact that trying to take the dogs into Australia without completing the mandatory process was illegal and could result in harsh penalties including
2: euthanizing the dogs. I'm surprised the dogs were euthanized. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah. well I I, I guess yeah that makes sense cuz if they don't know what the animal like is safe or not safe, that sucks. That's horrible. I'm but I get the yeah, the security yeah. of it. Yep. I used
1: to watch that reality TV show Border Patrol and they always like, especially people would smug- smuggle reptiles in all the time. It was the strangest thing, Ew, and they yeah. had to euthanize all of them was awful. Awful. Um, but it fines potential jail time as well. Prior to Miss Heard and Mr. Depp leaving for Australia, I notified Christy Dombrowski, Mr. Nathan Holmes, Steven Duders, Jerry Judge, Malcolm Connolly, Sean Bett, and Joel Mandel that the dogs were not allowed to be taken to Australia. I further explained that the dogs should not be taken because it would be illegal and there could be severe penalties. I made a point of discussing this matter because Ms. Hurd had brought the dogs into the Bahamas without the paperwork and vaccinations in another instance in July of 2014 and in knowledge of the risk of doing so. And he has a photograph taken of Boo in July of 2014 in the Bahamas uh, attached to it, Um, which I believe was the... Boo the Yorkie? Yeah, boo and pistol, yeah. both Yorkies. Yeah, they're Yorkies. Yeah, yep. Okay. Yep. due to Amber's inconsideration to the proper precautions required, there was a heightened awareness between me and staff and business office of proper paperwork <laughs> being in place for future trips.
2: You're like she's gonna smuggle them
1: in. We're Like we're on this. I like it's like a child. Like yeah. Whatever. At no time did I discuss the matter with Mr. Depp because he never wanted the dogs to travel on any occasion as he felt they would have better care in Los Angeles with the staff. Upon getting to work the morning following Mr. Depp and Ms. Hurd's departure for Australia, I was sh- shocked to learn that Ms. Hurd had taken the dogs despite our discussions and my warnings of severe legal ramifications. I spoke with Jerry Judge, Johnny's head of security shortly after, who explained that Ms. Hurd had insisted on bringing them to Australia. And he has the messages between him and Christy and everything. Um, crazy. So, then he says, as stated in paragraph 9, in my first witness statement on or about October of 2015, Ms. Hurd requested that I make a false statement regarding the dog's illegal entrance into Australia. When I expressed that I was extremely uncomfortable with this, Ms. Hurd said to me, well, I want your help on this. I wouldn't want you to have a problem with your job. It became very apparent to me that Ms. Heard was threatening my job stability unless I cooperated with providing a de- declaration that supported her false account of the Australia proceedings. Because of this, I felt extreme pressure to cooperate despite knowing this wouldn't being untruthful on October 13th, 2015. I signed a declaration for the Australia proceedings and you can find that it was him mm-hmm. saying that, um, he understood, they really threw Kate James under the bus. Basically, just to summarize his statement, he said mm-hmm. he had understood that Kate James had made all the preparations available for the dogs before she was fired. Um, that's basically what they did. And Kate James, we've gone through before, we've gone through her statement, but I do, since we're talking about the dogs, I just want to read her little clip about what happened with the yeah. dogs because she's an Australian citizen. Um, and she was Amber, oh. so... Yes, and in court, yeah, in court for um, this past recent trial, she talked about um, how hurtful it was, you know, that this was about, but then Amber also reacted to her. That was the weirdest thing. She said that Kate was a drunk. She often drank on the job and that she tried not to have as much interaction with her as humanly possible, which is weird because Kate worked for Amber for I think a 3 year time period. It was a very long mm-hmm. time period, 3 to 4 years. And um that's just interesting to me because she's a public she she's a personal assistant.
2: Yeah. So, like you couldn't really function if you have a drunk personal assistant like and you're not around them. How are they helping you? <laughs> yeah, like that's that's a very like Pretty sure they act- wouldn't last long. Yeah, I
1: feel like like Kate had testified. She saw her almost every day she was in the United States. And I wouldn't doubt that for her personal assistant. And, you know, she took the job because it was close to her son's school and everything. She was able to pick her son up. She had that flexibility, all of that. So it's weird to me that she's like, I tried my hardest not to, you know, see Kate as it's like, well, why did you ever hired for three years? She's your personal assistant. Like, I just needed to borrow her son for a
2: little bit. Well, seriously, <laughs> <laughs> to parade him in front of the paparazzi. I'm oh, such a good mom. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm. No, that doesn't make sense. Of course, you're, you see your personal assistant or they help you or you're in- interacting with them. Yeah. And like like Amber Heard would tolerate someone who's not like amazing at their job. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, I love this person. They're drunk and they do nothing for me and I never see them. But let's keep them as on as my personal assistant. Only like the most trustworthy and important person. To a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Australia of 2015. I'm aware that shortly after Amber fired me, she got into trouble for unlawfully smuggling her dogs into Australia. We had previously used a dog transportation company who were hired to sort out the necessary paperwork and guide us through the process of preparing the dogs. This had worked well in 2014 when Amber took the dogs to England. When it became clear that Amber was intending to go to Australia, we were advised that it's a six-month procedure to prepare the dog's immigration Mm -hmm. and began the process. Ultimately, as the departure time approached, we became aware that there would be a discrepancy of around 10 days for the dogs to travel by private jet to Australia. The only other option being that they would have to travel in the hold on a commercial flight on the correct date. I would attempt to talk to Amber about the date discrepancy frequently while we were trying to sort out logistics, but her eyes would glaze over and she would walk away. I discussed with Kevin Murphy about my concerns about the deadline, and Kevin, in turn, also then emailed Amber to express that there would be a problem if they traveled before the correct departure date and that it would be illegal. Amber chose to ignore ignore both of us. She deliberately smuggled the dogs into Australia, as in several circumstances which I observed It was as if she felt that she was above the law. It is my understanding that someone then took them to a local grooming parlor in Australia and started bragging that they were Johnny Depp's dogs. The owner posted about (laughs) it on Facebook
2: (laughs) and Amber got down by the groomer. (laughs)
1: I remember the huge uproar at the time. And I was told that Johnny had to send the dogs back to Los Angeles on a private jet. Thank God he was able to which would have cost a fortune from Australia. Ultimately, I woke up one morning, many months later to find an email from my mother with an attachment to a newspaper article from my hometown of Brisbane. I was devastated when I found out that Amber had blamed me in court. I broke down in tears and thought that she blatantly lied in court in my hometown and blamed me. Obviously I knew that it was a complete lie and she had no problem in apparently perjuring herself in order to avoid responsibility. I've been told yeah. about the
2: yeah oh well I mean even like with, you're gonna make a statement to like publicly perjure yourself <laughs> even in that's
1: um, bold what was it Jennifer Howell even like begging Whitney not to perjure herself for her. like it's just it's so yeah. <sighs> deny, I haven't deny t- deny. Deny, deny. I have been told about the discussion that took place where Amber contemplated asking Kevin to ask me to sign a false statement to support her position and that she did not know that the dogs were not ready to be taken into Australia. Amber knew that they weren't ready, yet chose to take them anyway. The fact that she was willing to ask me to sign such a statement under oath, especially as an Australian who cares and understands about the laws of my own country, is a reflection of her approach to me and anyone, in fact, in general. She did not care about throwing anyone under the bus if it meant saving her own skin.
2: Absolutely.
1: I mean, she even threw her friends under the bus in this past recent court case. Like, nobody knew what they were talking about. Just everyone her, like, it, is
2: disposable to her. Everyone. Yeah. It's a wild.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even if it meant lying in court and to authorities, I believe it would have been obvious to Amber that I would not lie to her. So she decided not to approach me. And then I recall a previous occasion in September of 2013 when I was asked to speak with Kate, excuse me, with Kevin Murphy about amending the dog's medical records so that they could travel together on the 25th of September, 2013. Amber asked me if she knew a vet that she could grease, and I attached the email. So that email.
2: Wow. Well, so this hopefully this case is quick. Like Yeah. How, <laughs>
1: So this has been brought back into the limelight because of the United Kingdom trial. So when the United Kingdom trial happened in 2020, that's when all these emails came out, all these statements came out. And so the Australian government realized that there was a lot more to the story than what they've been presented at the time. And so they are now pursuing charges against Amber. She's being investigated again for it.
2: So we'll see what happens with that. That's pretty crazy. When does that go to trial? I don't don't know anything about how Australia works.
1: I don't know if there's like even a date yet. I just know that it has been announced that they are investigating her again. And there's even been, I think it was like a live video feed of them discussing whether they're going to pursue it or not. And then they, they decided they were going to, so I don't know when that's going to take. I know. I know. So.
3: Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.
2: Um, even Kate, who's like, uh, it was after she was not even on staff anymore, after she's fired to sign Mm the statement. Like, that's so bold that you're like, hey, I fired you, but will you, like, just jump under this bus for me? (laughs) Just, um, you know, run you over a a few times and commit a little
1: perjury. Uh, Sounds good, right? (laughs) I mean, like, with Justice Nichols, what did he say? Like, a hyperbole concerning her talking. She alleged three times she was in a hostage situation with Johnny Depp, but then when they brought up the phone and that employees had been in and out of like the house she was like oh it was a hyperbole and then yeah justice nichols was like yeah i I accept that it was a hyperbole that was all she meant
2: okay i guess like (laughs) being a witness in that case but this is you girl getting tried for perjury so you're on the chopping block yeah
1: so real quick i want to touch on the charity issues as well so yeek In the divorce settlement in 2016, Amber Heard was awarded $7 million. Couple released that joint statement, but I'll just read it again. We've gone through it a couple times. Our relationship was intensely passionate and at times volatile, but always bound by love. Neither party has made false accusations for financial gain. There was never any intent of physical or emotional harm. Amber wishes the best for Johnny in the future. So... We found out in court as of their divorce settlement that neither was supposed to disclose whatever happened with any funds that the other one was awarded. NDA. Yeah. Amber made that very public announcement that she was going to donate the settlement, split it in half, $3.5 million to the ACLU for domestic violence victims. I think that's a statement in and of itself. And then $3.5 million to the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. Okay, so we're already breaching an NDA, but Johnny decides that he's going to start donating to the charities himself then. So he's donating the settlement directly. And after he donates $100,000, yes, in his name to those charities, she gives him hell. So there was a statement released (laughs) from her legal team after he did this himself, donated directly to them. Quote, unquote, Amber Heard appreciates Johnny Depp's novel interest in supporting two of her favorite charities, the ACLU for Domestic Violence and the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. This is great and unexpected news. However, if Johnny wishes to change the settlement agreement, we must insist that he honor the full amount by donating $14 million to charity, which, after accounting for his tax deduction, would a tax deduction be half of what you you do for charity. That's like a side
2: question, but I think they're saying maybe if I'm wrong, like it's wrong, <laughs> um, is that like she wants her 7 million and if he wants to give 7 million, so that's how they're getting to the 14, uh, maybe. maybe, Yeah, maybe it's weird. I don't know. That was a weird, they're for like, me. cool. Give 7 million, but like, give me my 7 million too. Interesting. That's um, how I think of it, I guess. Read of it. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Honored the full amount by donating the 14 million to charity, which after oh, accounting for no. his tax deduction is equal to his 7 million payment obligation to Amber. We would also insist that the full amount be paid immediately and not drown, drawn out over many years anything less would be a transparent attempt by johnny's counsel laura wasser and patty glazier to reduce their client's true payment by half under the guise of newfound concern for charities that he has previously never supported She no that he's photo. not
2: supported it because it's her election of those charities yeah and if okay <laughs> Okay. There's so much to unpack there. Seriously, no one is trying to say that Johnny's trying to pay out her settlement. Like if she had never claimed that those were the charities she was gonna donate it to, if she had never pledged <laughs> to donate <laughs> it to those charities, then Johnny wouldn't be paying those charities. No one ever said he was like a philanthropist of those charities. It's the Amber weirdest named thing. them. He's paying them because Amber named them. Yeah, we get it. It is yeah. the weirdest thing to me. And she it's We'll get, uh, uh, mm,
1: we'll get into what she did donate, but, <laughs> um, anyways, the tax benefit became very clear during this last legal issue to be a huge thing for Amber Heard. I don't know if you saw any of the videos on that, um, but she kept talking about how the tax break of what he would get. And then it, it also became clear as to why with the ASLU, when they testified, cause we didn't hear from the children's hospital of Los Angeles throughout this trial, but when they had their head of, um, I think it's their legal, um, talk about this whole thing. Um, he said that she had made this like pledge. Oh, what was it? It was like a form. There's a pledge form that she was supposed okay. to sign. She never signed it, but annually she was supposed to be giving 350 K. Right. Um, So she never signed this pledge form, but annually that would make, she would be getting more back if she kept going along that line. You know what I mean? From the, mm-hmm. the taxes, and, like whatever else. And that seemed to be extremely important to her. Like there's an entire conversation she has with Camille Vasquez. That's like, it's a lot um but this statement of her saying that she was had pledged her her settlement to charity soon morphed into i have donated not only on tv and i do want to show you i don't have you seen the clip of her saying i wanted nothing
2: yeah 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 okay that i wanted nothing because we've gone through that we're like yeah except for a penthouse and a range rover and yeah yes so she said that,
1: that clip in the Dutch the, the television, they, he said, you know, some people were claiming that you were a gold digger and then you donated your settlement. Um, what do you have to like say about that? And and she said, I donated, you know, $7 million split it between ACLU Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. And I wanted nothing. That's like her takeaway, mm-hmm. except for the Range Rover, three penthouses, still wanted to be a neighbor with him somehow, even after all of these abuse allegations, what have you. It's fine. Everything's fine. But fine. she... It's all fine. It's fine. She also said this to the United Kingdom Court in her witness statement. I want to pull that up real quick. She said, as for what Johnny says about my so-called agenda and marrying him for financial benefit or to somehow further my career, that's preposterous. I remained financially independent from him the whole time we were together, and the entire amount of my divorce settlement was donated to charity. In fact, my desire to remain financially independent was one of the main sources of conflict during our relationship. It is not true that I told him that I admired his films early in our relationship to contradict one of his examples. I was always very clear with him that I hadn't seen his movies. It was something we joked about. Anyways.
2: Uh, can, I just, <laughs> can I just call this in because so we can throw it up in our... Um like visuals here but the ships and giggles that was called out that you posted on um this last weekend
1: that's the uh, Stalker, it's crazy that was like after everything she posted like literally yeah. it was like right after they posted the promo for pirates of the caribbean she has the ships and giggles like ships.
2: like it's like yeah. a photo of her with like two ships ships and giggles um oh. no I've never seen like I know she didn't say I've never seen these movies but she's saying like I'm not a fan I'm financially independent I did like but then you're still like riding on the coattails. Can we just say that? Like that's a fair assessment, at least. One hundred percent, one hundred percent.
1: So in reality, she has donated not a lot. I mean, it's a lot in my standards. I'll never be able to donate this much to a charity. I shouldn't say that, but like I wish. Um, but sure, Terence Doherty, he's the general counsel and chief operating officer that I talked about earlier of the ACLU. He testified in the trial that. million had been donated overall in Amber Heard's name. Only 350,000 of that came directly from her. Then there was that 100,000 from Johnny Depp, right? And then there was 500,000 from Elon Musk. And then the rest of that was made by a different company. But if you trace the checks back, it goes back to Elon Musk. And oddly enough, that has not been paid again. Like she hasn't paid a dime since 2018. And that's when her and Elon Musk broke up.
2: Yeah. Did she think she was going to get Elon Musk to pay her entire divorce settlement, divorce settlement to the charities? Like why is Elon Musk even donating? So, you know what I mean? Like how did he get brought into all this?
1: That's what I think she thought. And then the thing that I couldn't get over was when Elaine went to question this gentleman about the payments and everything, she started asking, she was like, But Elon Musk is a generous donate. Like you would say he probably made more than seven million in donations to the ACLU right in the last little while. And Terrence is like, Well, yeah, he did, but not in Miss Hurd's name. And I was like, How, Elaine?
2: (laughs) <laughs> no, you're I, not fooling anybody. Like, yeah, like Elon can donate it doesn't mean that's where your divorce settlement that you said was going to these charities. Like that mo- that money did not get donated. It's very their their team's constant denial of things is very interesting to me. It's very. Can huh, we just and- go back, like rewind all this, like. You could have walked away quietly with your seven million and not donated anything. No one ever said you had to donate oh. anything. She put herself into this like limelight by saying pled- uh-huh. pledging that she was going to donate this money. Yeah, yeah. It's um yeah, and so then the Children's
1: Hospital of Los Angeles. And I do think it's interesting that she chose to donate to the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles because I do believe that's one of the hospitals that Johnny visits on the regular in his Jack Sparrow outfit oh. because he's been doing oh, that cool. since Lily Rose almost died of she had that um, I think she stepped on a nail or was cut by something on the set of Sweeney Todd and then she almost died um, oh. I can't remember what it was it was a, it was something having to do with her blood because of that event and he was in the hospital uh, for weeks with her
2: she probably so, got sepsis or like yes or
1: I think you're right yeah mm-hmm. and um, so he's constantly made a, a it, it one of his major things is to go and visit yeah. children children's hospitals and dress. She also Jackson could
2: her. have been out of this whole pickle by like just letting Johnny donate it in her name.
1: Right. Well, that's it. Was, like, I'm wild. sure that he would have
2: like set it up how it's supposed to and, be like
1: paid out. And so that's interesting to me because I was thinking earlier when I was writing the script, I was like, well, Elon Musk is making these payments in her name. So would she re- still receive the tax benefit? But uh,
2: uh, uh, she wouldn't have. So why is going to receive like- the tax benefit? Why was she she Johnny still going to pay that money? Yeah,
1: that's so weird to me because why was she okay with him doing it and not with Johnny doing
2: it? And she made this big stink about Johnny because I feel like it's a cover of her being like, "Uh uh-huh. I have donated or in my name has been donated this amount. Yeah, (laughs) and like she would still have received Johnny's money in her pocket pretend Here it is in my pocket and she would have been like and but I donated but I donated in my name It's been donated I think she thought yeah. she was going to pull the wool over everyone's eyes of like, no, like the ACLU has received this much money in my from name me, and the children's yeah. Po- yeah. Like from me. And I Meanwhile, do think she's like getting her divorce settlements from Johnny.
1: And like, while the, we're there's on a
2: paper trail lady. Like, oh, Yeah.
1: Well, and while we're on the subject of like that, like us kind of speculating why she did this, um, I do think, so she didn't make many payments to the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. Let me just read what they, they wrote her <laughs> and they wrote her, let me see when the date was that they wrote her, um, jo- June 26th, 2019. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Um, Dear Ms. Heard, I'm following up in the correspondence that Children's Hospital of Los Angeles Foundation received on August 26, 2016, which Sheila has, was notified by Edward white Edward white and company that 3.5 million pledged gift have been made in your honor in the correspondence the enclosure it states the first of a multiple scheduled installments to honor the full amount of miss Hurd's three th- three million um, gift yeah since the first installment Sheila has not received further installments I'm inquiring if you have knowledge if Sheila should accept further installments on your behalf or if the pledge will not be fulfilled. I appreciate any insights into this matter and can be reached via. Yeah. So, um, Mm. but here's the thing. I find it interesting that continually ACLU was receiving this money. She's a spokesperson for the ACLU. Like I know literally, and it was revealed in court, this was all thought out. She for her to get that ACLU spokesperson placement for her to promote herself during the release of Aquaman in 2018 by utilizing that op-ed that she wrote for the ACLU. They sold it to the Washington Post. Literally in the emails that we saw in court, where they Mm said when they were selling it, they said, "You remember Amber Heard? She was beat by her ex-husband Johnny Depp." Like that's that was their selling point. That's how a jury found her uh, totally responsible for defamation in this trial, and it is just wild to me how much she can plan these events. She
2: leveraged them. Yeah, it was strategic. It was a strategic move.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now she's claiming that Pledge and donate are synonymous. And it's the same as if you buy a house and you're paying a mortgage, you don't just say that you're paying a mortgage monthly. You say that you bought a house. So that's how she's able to say she donated $7 million because she has pledged it,
2: even though she didn't even sign the pledge agreement, which is shady as fuck. And she hasn't made installments. So it's not the same as buying a house. Because if you bought a house and you had a mortgage, you got to pay the installments. (laughs) Like yeah, Then you can keep saying you bought a house. But yeah. you're not paying the installments, girl. Like, mm-hmm. you can't claim that you donated it. Yes. So,
1: everyone and their dog has been wondering why she is not being charged for perjury and all of these incidents over here in the United States. Easy am- like easy answer for that is this is a civil court case. It would take a lot of tax dollars to pursue this at all. And usually in these cases, perjury is not pursued unless it's something extremely Like like Australia, they got somebody
2: convicted of a crime. So like when we have seen perjury cases, it's because like um say like a jailhouse informant gets up there and is like, he told me he did it, and then it convicts somebody, you know, or like whatever in a okay. Then they're like, You purged and that's you were um perjurer and that's why you're gonna get um tried for perjury because your your testimony influenced the outcome of another case exactly that's typically what i've seen
1: yeah so it's it's just not going to happen over here um mm-hmm. i i just don't it, it's not going to happen now it might happen in the united kingdom and hopefully australia pursues these charges that they're investigating right now um but yeah that's kind of where we are right now with Amber her perjury as we know there's been a lot of other inconsistencies photo evidence used for the same photo for different events all sorts of things in court that we've gone through already on here, but I did want to leave off with linking to the children's hospital of Los Angeles. Um, A lot of justice for Johnny Depp fans have been able to raise a lot of money. I think legal bites over on her channel was able to raise over a hundred thousand dollars. I believe it was for Chila. Yeah. Um, cool. yeah. So trying to make up that money that Amber never, I don't think it's ever going to be made. I mean, since 2018 and, and earlier probably for Chila, but Um, She hasn't even made a payment to the ACLU. And that was after her. And I think it's gone. I think the money is gone. She was seen shopping at TJ Maxx this week.
2: Really? Like, yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, also, they said that she's out of money to pay Johnny Depp his settlement anyways. Well, I know he was like going to let that slide. But if she, yeah. Um, No. Yeah, I'm sure she's not going to be making settlements first to these charities. Yeah. Unfortunately. And how affordable? Like, what great causes? So, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know about the ACLU anymore.
1: (laughs) I'm feeling very like, I don't know. There is a lot going on there. But um, yeah, Children's Hospital of Los Angeles, definitely. So we'll link to them below. But that's kind of everything I've got so far right now. I think I went on way too long. I can always talk about this for like 10 years because it's just something I'm always like, this is fascinating. But I like to read the statements because it's like verbatim. You know, I don't know.
2: Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy so that little. she thought she was going to like extort people by their jobs, like to get her dog, just to get her dogs in like, come on. It's wild. The whole thing is wild. The dog
1: situation will never cease to amaze me. I literally, when I was writing the script this weekend, I had to cover my mouth a couple of times because it just like, it always dawns on me. I'm like, there's a lot going on here, Ambi. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know
2: how was your wine? I, I finished a glass. Like, actually, I think this is a, this is a solid B plus. I would give it not bad. Mm. 15 bucks. So I finished, I don't two know my Chardonnay. Sorry. How was your, how was your wine? Two glasses girl. Yeah. Well, I, You're needed
1: good. To re- I needed to relax <laughs> to read cause I just get, I don't know why I get nervous reading aloud. I, I always read. Have. We discuss. I tell you, so well, much. we discuss, but it's the statements that always get me confuddled. Mm-hmm. I think, well, when I was in high school, I'll just like out myself right now. I had this like really big crush on this guy. Um, he was from England. And then uh, later in life, when I really didn't like him, I realized that he was utilizing his English accent to get girls because he'd <laughs> been in Canada an awful long time. Um, but uh, there was one day I was reading aloud in class and I, I was one of those kids, like when they picked on you to like read, I was always like. And I don't know how to read anymore, even though I do, but I don't know how to read anymore. <laughs> you like blank. <laughs> so I always, I get like anxiety about reading aloud. Um, Popcorn so like, Danielle. <laughs> it's horrifying. So um, I started to like read and I couldn't get my sentences straight and whatever else. So then Harry approached me after school and he's like, Danielle, like, I'd love to talk to you. And I'm like, oh my God. So we're having like this whole exchange and he's like, I would love to tutor you on reading. <laughs> I like... And my crush died, so. As a, what he, he just wants to tutor me on reading?
3: Like oh, I can read,
1: no. I can read. I just get anxiety. <laughs> I have social anxiety. Oh, so anyways. Oh my god. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I know for myself, since transitioning to a working from home environment, the importance of taking care of your own mental health. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Now, it's not a crisis line and it's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. The service is available for clients worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime, day or night, to message your therapist. It's more affordable than traditional in-person therapy, and financial aid is available. You can visit their website and read other clients' testimonials that are posted daily. Visit
2: betterhelp.com ITT, that's better, H-E-L-P, and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And
1: for listeners of Innocent Till Tipsy, you can go to their website and get an additional 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com ITT. That's hel slash ITT. But donate to Sheila. <laughs> God. Yes. No. All right. Well, until next time. Until next time. Cheers. let us know what you want to hear more about with johnny depp amber heard because like yeah kind of a saga it
3: There's is always a saga. so much
1: so if you want more let us know if not back to true crime but anyways till next time cheers. Cheers. Here go cheers a Huda media
2: production